Chapter One: Mad Enough to Change. I'm seriously ticked, and I need something to do about it. Some people eat when they're about to rupture with emotion. Others throw up, or jog, or go to bed. Some have a holy fit. Others stuff it and try to forget it. I can do all those things in sequential order, but I still don't find relief. When my soul is inflating until my skin feels like a balloon about to pop, I write. Never longhand if I can help it. The more emotion I feel, the more I appreciate banging on the keys of a computer. I type by faith and not by sight. My keyboard can attest to the fact that I'm a passionate person with an obsession for words. Most of the vowels are worn off. The word ticked really should have more vowels. Maybe what I am is peeved. That's a good one. How about irrationally irritated to oblivion? Let that one wear the vowels off a keyboard. The thing is, I'm not even sure exactly who I'm ticked at. I'm hoping to find that out as I hack away at these chapters. One thing is for certain: once I figure it out, I probably won't keep it to myself. After all, you know how the saying goes: "Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned," and I'm feeling scorned. But not just for myself. I'm feeling ticked for the whole mess of us born with a pair of X chromosomes. My whole ministry life is lived out in the blessed chaos of a female cornucopia. I've been looking at our gender through the lens of Scripture for twenty-five solid years, and I've pondered over us, taken up for us, laid into us, deliberated over us, prayed about us, lost sleep because of us, cried for us, laughed my head off at us, and gotten offended for us and by us, more times than I can count. And after a quarter of a century surrounded by girls, ranging all the way from kindergartners to those resting on pale pink liners inside caskets, I have come to this loving conclusion: We need help. I need help. Something more than what we're getting. The woman I passed a few days ago on the freeway, who was bawling her eyes out at the steering wheel of her Nissan, needs help. The girl lying about her age in order to get a job in a topless bar needs help. The divorcee who has loathed herself into fifty extra pounds needs help. For crying out loud, that female rock star I've disdained for years needs help. When I read something demeaning her ex said about her recently, something I know would cut any female to the quick, I jumped to her defense like a jackal on a field mouse, and seriously wondered how I could contact her agent and offer to mentor her in Bible study. Several days ago, I sat in a tea room across the table from a gorgeous woman I love dearly. She's been married for three months, and they did all the right things leading up to that sacred ceremony, heightening the anticipation considerably. After an hour or so of musing over marriage, she said to me, "Last weekend he seemed disinterested in me. I'll be honest with you; it kind of shook me up. I wanted to ask him. So, are you over me now? That quick? That's it? I'm pretty certain her husband will perk back up." But what a tragedy that she feels like she possesses the shelf life of a video game. I flashed back to another recent communication with a magazine cover beautiful, thirty-year-old woman who mentioned almost in passing that she has to dress up in costumes in order for her husband to want to make love to her. I'm not knocking her pink feathered heels, but I wonder if she's paying too much for them. I'm just sad she can't feel desirable as herself. Then yesterday, I learned that a darling fifteen-year-old I keep in touch with slept with her boyfriend in a last-ditch effort to hold on to him. He broke up with her anyway, and then he told. 
It's all over her high school now. I've got a loved one going through her third divorce. She wants to find a good man in the worst way, and goodness knows they're out there. The problem is, she keeps marrying the same kind of man. I'm so ticked. If these examples were exceptions to the rule, I wouldn't bother writing. But you and I both know better than that. I hear echoes of fear and desperation from women day in and day out, even if they're doing their best to muffle the sound with their coach bags. Oh, who am I kidding? I hear reverberations from my own heart more times than I want to admit. I keep trying to stifle it, but it won't shut up. Something's wrong with us for us to value ourselves so little. Our culture has thrown us under the bus. We have a fissure down the spine of our souls, and boy, does it need fixing.